You are now entering an uncomfortable conversation with your host, Nicole Jennings. Welcome back to another episode of Uncomfortable But Necessary Conversations with your host, Nicole Jennings. I have been trying to get back to this podcast for over a week. And so what I've recognized is I have a hard time with balancing motherhood, entrepreneurship, and a passion of trying to be a voice for not only the black community, but for people who are out there who don't have necessarily a safe space to have the conversations that are necessary, don't have the connection with someone of color who is giving a safe space to have uncomfortable conversations and ask questions. And so I'm doing some things out in the community and just really trying to make an impact in all places, all the way around. And what I found is that this podcast has been taking a hit and that's why you'll start to see some of the gaps in uploads of the podcast. But what I have come to find out as I have just been researching ways to figure out how to make sure that that gap doesn't happen is that my favorite podcasters podcast everywhere in their cars, on buses, on trains, anywhere actually. And just preface that, like for instance, I'm right now in my car driving from my place of employment, heading home and wanting to still make sure that I am able to do what it is that I set out to do in regards to this podcast. And that is be authentic and be real about race relations in America. And then also be that space where I'm giving ideas on ways to engage and then also giving definition of what it is that a lot of people think they might know, but not really a hundred percent sure on uh, like intersectionality. I did a podcast about that recently. And again, I've heard several people tell me, wow, I never knew that that was even a thing. So I'm doing my part and I'm doing it the best way I know how. And right now, the best way I know how is to not multitask it, but give it the time that it needs. But in between my transitional places. And obviously there'll be some that I'll continue to do with people who are able to have dialogue with me, but then also in ways in which I will be able to have conversations with people and uh, not only answer their questions, but have again, meaningful conversation behind race relations in America. One of the things that I have been recently studying on and even teaching my children at home is the difference between equity and equality. Obviously, again, a lot of people use those terms interchangeably and they're not. There is a image that a lot of people see out there of three individuals, all three different individuals, one person who is short, one person who is medium height, and one person who is tall, trying to see into a baseball game. But the baseball game is sold out and there is no way for them to see except for over a fence. And so equality, and this is actually the best way that I've been able to explain it to my children, equality gives everybody the same thing. Even though they don't all need the same thing, they all get the same thing. So they each get a box to stand on. And with that, they take the box and they push it up against the fence and they stand on it to peer over. 
when in reality, the tall person didn't need the box to begin with. And then the medium height person takes the box and is perfect. They can see into the game. And the short person, even with the same box that everybody got, still can't see into the game. And is also a very good image of the fact that not everybody needs the same thing. And even if we were to give everyone the same thing, the outcome of access to be a part, access to enjoy the same thing, which is in this example to see the baseball game that is on the other side of the fence, the access is still not granted for the shorter individual. And so that's realistically also what we need to think about as we are forging forth in the work of social justice. Not everybody needs the same thing. And for a black person or a person of color, there's no way that we could really ever be, I guess, quote unquote, equal when you think of the fact that after being here for however many centuries of helping build a nation that we are all living on, it's almost like, again, if you go back to one of the podcasts that I talked about, Relay Race, a person of color, the Relay Race is like for a Black person, you have hurdles and then you have thorns, but and you're running barefoot with no shoes and you still have the expectation of yourself and everyone around you has the expectation of the fact that you're on the same track. You have the same opportunity to win. Yeah, you're right. Same opportunity, except for the fact that there is so many different barriers and blockades and everything else. And the way is it really equal? And again, after doing this for so long is how you're so far behind that there is no way unless the world stops for a black person for anything to ever really be equal. And realistically, when I show you the display of the baseball game and the short person, the medium height person, the tall person, realistically, equality is not necessarily the goal in it all. Equity at this point and allowing everybody access to the same things and giving people what they need to be great in that area, in that space is really what's real and what's necessary. When you think about, for instance, women's bathrooms, when you think about what you see between a men's bathroom and a women's bathroom, women's bathrooms generally have more stalls and are more spacious because women historically have needed much more space and the way that the women use the bathroom is much different than how a male uses the restroom. And so therefore the needs of that person are being accounted for with the way that ergonomically the space is designed out and the space is created for women. And again, that in essence is equity. Equality is the fact that you both have a bathroom. Everybody has a place to go. Everyone place has a place that's a restroom and for specifically using the restroom. But realistically speaking, the way in which those things are handled are so different that to not take into account those things in essence would not be what we needed and I'm saying we as women, because of the simple fact that as a woman, we know our needs are different than that of a man. So essentially, same goals when you think of education, 
when you think of testing, when you think of college applications, when you think of job employment, you know, a lot of people, I remember when I was in college, there was a such thing as affirmative action and then that changed again. But realistically speaking, the reason why it was changing is because people didn't really want or feel that people of color, specifically black people, needed or deserved, they don't need a leg up. They don't need anything extra because, I mean, as long as they get good grades and then they can get scholarships and they can go to college, they can go to any college they want to and this, that, and the other, when realistically speaking, that's not the case. Really, what we needed and what we still need to this day is equal access. But really, if we were to look at the statistics of the people who benefited the most from affirmative action, it was actually white women again, when it's almost one of those things where people would rather go ahead and take into account of the fact that regardless, then you have the gender intersectionality of that being male and female, and then you add race on top of it, it becomes a little bit thicker. But the situation of it all is, is the fact that people would, are, were willing to just even for the women, white women, they were eager to just say, nope, you guys don't need it either. Because with even that fact, we would rather not give it to people of color and take that concept away than to even take into account the people that really was getting the most out of affirmative action were white women. And again, one of those things of I'm so big on this concept. It is enough room at the top for us all to shine. It's about the access to getting to the top, the glass ceilings that are being placed in places when it comes to having access to a seat at the table of making decisions, decision making. But if you have other people at the table making decisions about people that they don't even understand their way of life, their culture, the way that they interact with other people that might be seemingly for one person deemed as inappropriate and not appropriate, but realistically is a cultural thing, but you don't take the opportunity to learn it, learn the culture, learn what it is that's even going on with a particular culture, but yet you deem it as not being your culture and your way, so then it's the wrong way, that's when things become a problem. Needless to say, with all of the various things that go on around us and all the different ways that we can make impact, obviously we can make an impact just from having conversation about the various things that are going on in our society, in our world that need to be discussed. But then outside of that, let's all again be playing from the same definition, the same definition of understanding what equity is, the same definition of equality. Equality is giving everybody the same thing, regardless of if they need it or not. And then you have equity is giving everybody what they need to be able to fulfill what it is that needs to be fulfilled for that particular person in the way that makes them feel like they have access. They have access. And at the end of the day, when it comes to America, when it comes to race relations, when it comes to the systems in place that are trying to seclude women, women of color, people of color, indigenous people, just the black and brown communities, the, the equity is what is necessary. And those are the things that are going to make the biggest impact versus just equality. So the quota feeling of having one or two 
people of color, one, uh, you know, Latinx or one black person in a slew of 50 people who are the majority. That's not equality. And that's not diverse either. We'll talk about that on a different day. And it's important to understand that to really be the change agent, to really be the people who are really interested in making a difference, we have to be saying at the end of the day, okay, instead of giving everybody here the same thing, am I being equitable? And if you can't say yes, then that's a great place to start your uncomfortable conversation. As always, ending this episode with some conversational starters, just making sure that everyone understands that one of the biggest things and one of the biggest drawbacks to conversations like these is because of maybe a a lack of interest, but number two, a miscommunication in regards to being speaking from the same vantage point, which is always why I like to start our conversations out with definitions. And I think for this situation, that is the perfect way to enter into any type of conversation in regards to equity and equality. And I also want to refer you back to the description of this podcast because the image that I am referring to, I'm actually going to link in a bio or in the bio of this episode so that you're able to even go and find this image yourself for visual. Because not everyone is a learner. That is, if you hear it, you've got it down pat. Perfect. But if you need to put a visual to the references between the difference between equity and equality, refer back to that link, but then also use that as the starting point for entering into this conversation. Anybody that's out there that speaks with children This image should be a very great way to engage in conversation about the differences between equity and equality. And then even taking it further and talking about the differences that everyone would need if, you know, for instance, the boy in the girl bathroom. And again, one of the things that I like for us all to do, even myself, challenging myself in this space is making sure that we understand from across the board, even when it comes to our workplace environments and the people we come into contact with every day, don't assume that just because you treat everybody the same way that you're being fair, because that's not necessarily the case. Everybody doesn't need the same thing. And I think that for myself as an employer, I've come to realize that over the course of years and years of doing it the wrong way, treating everyone the same, but not knowing my personnel Some people need to see a face-to-face communication when it comes to directions or when it comes to understanding a strategy or bigger complex idea, whereas I can send some people a text message and they got it and running off with it. And again, just that big pivotal moment in my own eyes and for my own self allows me to then take it deeper, even into parenting. And so for anyone that has any sense of privilege or any slight amount of privilege, I challenge you to do the same thing. Take your privilege and see what changes can be made with that privilege when it comes to changing the way things are seen for people, policies and procedures and approvals and everything else that in between. And using the definitions of equality and equity as the conversation starters. So 
again, thank you guys for bearing with me as I have been trying to navigate this new land of podcasting. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. And I can't wait to connect with you and talk more about uncomfortable but necessary conversations in the future. And I'm going to put myself out there and say next week. Until next time. Bye-bye.